This is Dr. Holly Lucille's Mindful Medicine. Here's Dr. Holly Lucille. Hey folks, thanks so much for being here. It is Dr. Holly Lucille with Mindful Medicine and I am so excited about our topic today. We're going to be talking about, I think, one of the most um, cutting edge up and coming. I'm hearing more and more about it. Uh, There's more and more research coming out about it, and I think it's really affecting patient outcomes. We're talking about epigenetics and nutrigenomics. I have an amazing guest with me, uh, Melanie Bivens. She currently actually is the director of business development for a company called Epigenetics Rx. And their mission is to empower and inspire practitioners like myself and patients like y'all that are listening in optimizing genetic potential through precise, personalized, love some personalized medicine, right? We're always talking about that. Protocols that positively impact the health of patients and their future generations. Melanie is passionate about supporting integrative healthcare professionals in achieving improved patient outcomes. That's why she's on our show. Hey, Melanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me today. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited too because um, I know this whole field of epigenetics and and nutrigenomics, and we're going to define all of that and get into the nitty-gritty and get very granular about it so people understand uh, these things. But they're really changing, I think, um, uh, what is most important, and it is patient outcome. Um, I've seen it over and over, and it's been emerging in the last five years. It's certainly gotten my attention. So let's just start off. When we and, and it, this is why it's so important to me because I think sometimes um, I'm really um, I'm really sensitive to trends and I'm certainly sensitive when it comes to communicating with my patients about trends because um, I you know my whole show mindful medicine I, I I kind of want people just to be able to wake up and use their mind you know because we certainly can you know get caught sleepwalking at or to, at the job of living and also I think seduced by um, a lot of different messaging and marketing and all that crazy stuff that's going on these days. And so that mindfulness is very, very important to me. So let's define what epigenetics is and 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 talk about, hey, is this a trending thing or is this just is this just new information that is really making patient outcomes much better? Well, I think you make a good point. I think we tend to, um, we can confuse it. And really, it's, it's very simple at its core. The science of epigenetics is really a study of how lifestyle and environment can influence the expression of our genes. And they can be influ- influenced by various factors. I mean, nutrition, environment, stress, um, internal chemical and hormonal state of your body. And I think what, what's really important to think about is, you know, the choices that we make today can not only um, affect our own health, and, and where we're going to go in the future, but it also can affect future generations for those folks that are still, um, you know, having babies. So that's pretty exciting to me. And I will say, you know, the science of epigenetics has been around. I mean, it's been defined as a science for going on 45 years now. So I think, um, you know, it's not a trend. It's here to stay. And what I like to say to people is it really is just the science of lifestyle. And, and we really can simplify it that way a little bit. Ah, the science of lifestyle. I love that so much because... You know, I have to tell you, a lot of my patients um, will use their DNA as an excuse. Um, yep. They'll say, well, and to some of the most, um, I think, um, scratch scratch my head things, you know, like, no, that doesn't really connect that way. But they will say, well, it runs in my family or, well, my mom always had anxiety, you know. Now, of course, those are deeper conversations because um, I think that 
from a behavioral perspective or how you were raised or your environment, of course, that could probably predispose you to anxiety type things. But as far as the DNA, I think that I've been looking for a um, another analogy because the one that I have works, but I don't like it. So here, maybe you, you can help me think about it. But I've always said, as far as your DNA is concerned, your your DNA can kind of load the gun, but your lifestyle sort of pulls the trigger. Oh, that's a, that's a great way to say it. I, I love that analogy. I mean, we're each born with a unique DNA, and we all have polymorphisms in our genetic profiles, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we have genetic mutations, and that's just, that's just the way it is. Nobody, there isn't a person on this planet that doesn't have genetic mutations. But the way I like to think about it, because I think it's kind of an interesting analogy, is, you know, your, your genetic profile is written in pen, okay? And those are the things like your color of your eyes, the color of your hair, the color of your skin, how tall you are how big your feet are, <laughs> things like that we're not going to ever be able to change. Those are what they are. Epigenetics talks more about what's written in pencil, okay, and what can we erase and kind of reconstruct there. And those are the things like being overweight, risk of diabetes, risk of early onset of cardiac disease, how stressed out we are. And so I think when you make, you know, anxiety is a perfect example because, um, you know, with, with all the integrative providers I work with, I would say, the number one presenting, the, the two top presenting symptoms that patients come in, come in with are depression and anxiety. So, you know, for, for a patient that says, well, you know, anxiety runs in my family, well, they may be right. They may carry a genetic code that makes them more predisposed uh, to be an anxious person. But what the study of epigenetics says is, hey, through your lifestyle, we can either turn that gene off or we can turn it on. So it's like a light switch. So I think yeah. it's, it's empowering. To me, it's very empowering for uh, people to know what their genetic profile is, because if they if they understand the science of epigenetics, they'll realize that they have the power to help decide whether or not that gene is actually going to manifest or not. Right. So your DNA is definitely not your destiny. That is absolutely true. I love that. Yeah. You know, I when you know, when I was studying, what I tell people often is that um, we can't change our DNA. You know, we have that. It, it's it's like you said, written in pen, but. Um, when I, when I was studying for medical boards, I, you know, I, there's a lot of rope memorization. So I caught myself sort of making things up all the time. And one of the things that I remember making up regarding phenotype, so genotype versus phenotype is, is actually the expression, like a photograph, like what you can see. And so you can't change your DNA, but you can through nutrigenomics, which we're going to talk about next, um, change the phenotypic expression of those genes, which makes a huge difference and can make a huge difference in your health, especially if you know more about your genetic, as you said, polymorphisms. Um, uh, so on that point, because we hear this a lot, epigenetics and then nutrigenomics. We know what epigenetics now, the sort of the science of lifestyle. Can you help us define then nutrigenomics? Yeah, for sure. I um, mean, again, they're, they're big words, but, but really at the heart of it, they're, they're simple concepts. So nutrigenomics is really the study of the, the science of the study of the relationship between your genetic profile, nutrition, and health, okay? And what nutrigenomics allows us to, to really dive into and understand is how our genes or our genetic profile can affect the way that we respond to the foods we eat, to the beverages we drink, and to um, the supplementation that we may decide to take as well. So it's really, it's a, it's a personalized approach um, to your diet. 
So this, and then I think this is what's um, affecting outcomes so much is that um, certainly there's a lot Absolutely. of knowledge out there. There's so much knowledge out there right now, now more than ever about how people can, you know, eat a certain way for a certain outcome or gosh, there's just, I'm serious. There's more information on health and wellness I, and it just piles up every day. You can go to websites and there's blogs and tweets and all sorts of things. And there's pop, you know, wellness doctors on television and, um, but this gives you actually a really personalized idea of how you can change your diet and your lifestyle and your environment for better outcomes. So how do, um, how do people go about the listeners so that we have, you know, I've got these listeners, how did they go about getting, uh, and seeing a practitioner or a provider who can facilitate testing like this so they get to know a little bit more about themselves? Well, it's a good question, and I like your I like your point about all the information out there. And I just want to comment on that really quick before I answer your question. Please, it can be really intimidating and overwhelming as a consumer because I mean I'm a consumer too, right? So it's like, how what what am I supposed to do? There's all this information and, and things I don't understand. Um, you know, at at the heart of it, the the key does come to educating yourself, and I would really encourage people to participate in educational platforms that are evidence-based and research-based. And you can do that. I mean, you may not understand the studies, but you want to make sure that you're playing in an arena where studies are being cited because there is so much, so much solid peer-reviewed research in this space now um, as the science evolves that, that that's a really important, that to me is just a really important um, distinguishing factor. I don't, I, I get nervous about um, consumers that I, I love that they're excited and they're empowered about their health, but I get nervous when they go to a, a Facebook post and, um, you know, they're adjusting their diet based on what they're reading on social media. So it is really important to get a, to a qualified practitioner. Um, we have, uh, I would encourage people to go to epigeneticsrx.com. We have an incredible consumer portal there. Um, it does require login information, so you just sign up. You get access to all types of studies. We do have um, a directory on there of physicians that have gone through um, our foundational training platform and that we feel are very well-versed in this space. So I would encourage people to go there and kind of self-educate them stuff. There's some great stuff coming out of the universities. The University of Utah is incredible, um, really cutting edge, and we've tried to put that all in one library and make that a little, a little easier for folks. That's amazing. You know, I... I I think that's great. So epigenetics, um, RX is a com. So it's E P I G E N E T I C S R X.com. Correct. That is, that is correct. Okay, great. So more information and also a provider, you know, you, I love what you're saying about, um, that you get concerned regarding consumers changing their diet by something they read on social media. My point to that is, and this is something that's been bothering me for a long time, and I think that we're finally starting to get some answers to these questions that I've been asking is that with all the information that's out there, why don't I see the trending in our chronic health issues starting to decline? In fact, I don't see that at all. Um, you know, I was putting together a presentation the other day and the stats that we have for the increase of the incidence of uh, type 2 diabetes um, for the year 2050 blew me away. Um, yeah. So it's over a 600% increase from where we are today. That to me, with all the information, you would expect, hey, we can turn that around. And so I say, listen, if it's working, 
you know, you being a, um, I just, I, I got to get this in, um, you loving, uh, being, we're living in San Diego and enjoying cooking and brewing beer, um, and hanging out with your husband, two sons and two dogs. You have a lot of things that you'd probably rather be doing as well. Right. I, as well, I'm like, Hey, if it's working, if people are getting better, if they're getting well, if this information is just, you know, hitting the home run and driving it home. So people are like, okay, I got it. Okay, I can do this and I can live better. I can be better. I can influence my community better. We can have a better world. It'd be great, but that's not happening. It's not happening at all. In fact, all the chronic health issues that I can cite are on the rise and they continue to be. And so that's why I'm so excited about things that individualize and get people really protocol oriented when it comes to who they are individually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I agree with you. The diet and, and the diabetes, is that's a huge one. Um, we do a lot of work, um, actually, in diabetes, and it's just you can't, you can't ignore the stats. Um, you know, I think it's, you know, it, we're making a difference. Um, it's going to take some time. I mean, I, I'm passionate about what I do um, because, you know, I think eventually we will make a difference and we will have a shift in our healthcare system and we will move. Um, you know, obviously as a naturopathic physician, I mean, I, I love working with naturopathic physicians because their philosophy is, you know, we want to move to a model that is really root cause based, okay? And, right. and when we talk about, you know, we talk about things like cancer, we, we don't talk about it in my team, we don't talk about curing cancer. What we talk about is stopping cancer from ever happening. And so, you know, we are kind of pioneers and we have to join forces that way. The However it is that you contribute to this cause, whether you're a provider, whether you're an advocate, whether you're a business person, um, I am 100% confident we're going to get there. Um, but we've got some work. We've got some work ahead of us, and you know, it really starts. It starts with the providers. I will say, you know, in their defense, you know, uh, uh, naturopathic physicians are amazing because the education that they get just, to me, is just that's what medicine should be all about. Okay, and. You know, the MDs and DOs are great as well and wonderful, um, but the traditional model of medicine and the education that they get in school is getting better at teaching them about precision and personalized medicine, but it's, but it's a far way from being perfect. And so what these guys have to do when they get out of school is they've got to go get trained again in an right. integrative right. or what we call a functional medicine approach. So, you know, I think when we start, you know, with the education, um, I think, you know, getting the word out about naturopathic medicine and educating consumers about what is a naturopathic physician, which I think is so, I, I love that you do, you know, you do the show and you're such an advocate um, for naturopathic physicians. That, that to me is, you know, will we'll make an impact, but it, it's, it's going to take a little bit of time. I agree with you. We chip away at it. And, I, you know, I've always said there's value in all systems of medicine, but I think that the way the naturopathic doctors think things through um, and treat the whole person and treat individually and really understand the biological individuality um, makes a big difference. So, you know, when it comes to the consumer, there's a couple things I want to ask you because I know that these are questions that have come across my desk and you're probably better suited to answer them. Um, I, it's my opinion that when people think of genetic testing, first of all, they think of a very, very invasive procedure. You know, it sounds like they're going to have yep. to be some big, yeah, so, so you know, some big needle involved or something like that. Um, so I want to clear that up. Like, what does it actually mean to, to, to have genetic testing? And the second, like, what type of symptoms do patients actually you know, struggle with, or what are they experiencing that lead them to want to see a doctor who specializes in epigenetics? Two great questions. Um, first of all, yeah, there, I think there are a lot of myths around genetic testing, um, and there's a lot of different genetic tests out there. The panel that we had uh, created for our company, 
what we call our custom core panel. Um, it's a saliva test. It's very non-invasive. It's easy. It takes 10 minutes. You put these little discs in your mouth. You fire it off to the lab. Um, we do not go consumer direct, so that is a, a test that you need to get through your provider. Um, and I, I will, I do want to briefly mention cost because I think that's another thing that people, um, you know, they think personal, and, and I understand this, you know, especially with everything that's going on with the health insurance and, um, in you know, in, in the state of things right now, you know, they get nervous about paying out of pocket. Um, I will tell you that our genetic profile is $249 cash. Wow, that's But great. what people need that's to realize great. is that DNA is DNA. This is not a, this is a test you take once. You know, you don't. This isn't a test you take every six months. Right. You take this test once, and you have you have your results, and then your provider can utilize those results. Um, and you know, it's kind of like a, a great piece to have in the puzzle, or a great tool to have in their tool belt to help them uncover what's going to be the best treatment plan for you. Um, so I think that's important. There's a lot of myths around that. There's also some confusion that I think is important to mention really quickly um, about what you know. I don't want to have my genetic testing done. What? Who's going to get access to that? Is that going to be a problem if I want to get life insurance? Is, is someone in HR going to use that against me down the road? And I, I've heard these concerns, and I think they're real concerns. Um, I will say the federal, federal government has uh, legislation in place called GINA that protects consumers from that very thing. So it's, it's your genetic results are just like any other labs that you get with your provider. They're protected by the HIPAA laws. Um, they cannot be used against you in any any way, shape, or form in terms of those other things I mentioned. So I did want to throw that in there because those are a couple of things I hear quite frequently from consumers. Um, and, you know, we've kind of got to do some myth-busting along the way. Um, of in terms of the, the presenting symptoms, I will tell you that um, the doctors that we work with are what we call truly integrative or functional medicine doctors. And that is what we've built our education around and we've built our um, core genetic panel around. So the patients that are presenting with these doctors are generally presenting with things like I mentioned earlier, depression, anxiety, early onset cardiac disease. There's a lot of fertility issues here. That could be a big factor. General fatigue, um, perimenopausal and other women's health issues. So, you know, I think we hear a lot, the general public hears a lot about genetic testing when we hear things like, you know, the, what they call the BRCA gene, you know, for breast cancer or the EAPOE gene for Alzheimer's. Those are important, but that, those aren't what we focus on. We're focused on optimizing health or the presenting symptoms that I just mentioned. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you know, I have to just tell you for uh, from from a practitioner's perspective, knowing more, I mean, there's a couple different um variations of genes that are so important for me. I, I work, you know, I, I think everybody does these days because our environment is influencing our endocrine system so much. So our hormones and hormone imbalances um, as a root cause of some of the most um, significant presenting symptoms for folks, the fatigue, the weight gain, hair thinning, like all this stuff, um, knowing the genetic profile for folks has helped me understand um, deeper the inability or ability to process uh, hormones like estrogen um, or, you know, process vitamins like folic acid. And those things are so important when, especially when people are not progressing. You know, I, I've always said at times, hey, medicine, I don't think sometimes is rocket science, right? I mean, because I've had 16 years of practice now and people can come in and literally, you know, with cleaning up their diet and uh, 
lifestyle, like just, it, it's amazing what sort of symptoms abate. Um, but then when, when people aren't progressing, especially when we're, they're doing sort of quote unquote, all the right things, it's so important to keep asking questions. Well, what, where's the obstacle to cure? Why isn't, isn't that body kind of doing its job and healing itself and having genetic information on folks, I think makes this so simple. And I think it's for, I think the cost, the cost benefit uh, ratio is just, I mean, it's, it's nothing. And like you said, DNA doesn't change. You don't have to do it over and over again. Such incredible information for a consumer to have such incredible information for a qualified doctor to have. Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, and, and I think you really nailed it. And I love the way that you said it. Um, it's, you know, genetic testing is, it's just an incredible tool for a provider to have, you know, when you're, when you're creating treatment protocols, and to your point, you know, you see these things over and over again, and you've kind of got, you know, I've got this in my hip pocket. This is what I'm going to do. This is the treatment protocol. I get great results from, you know, 90% of the folks. But it's that 10% where you're just not getting the outcome that you want to be seeing, and you can't understand why. And I think that's where, you know, genetic testing can be that piece of the puzzle that can really incredibly have an impact on someone's life. We did an incredible <gasps> study um, that's on our website as well. It was a patient experience study. It was published in the Journal of Clinical and Medical Genomics. And we had about 40 people that were just going on B su- vitamin B supplementation for the first time. So like a, you know, B12 shot, for example. Um, and the, you know, the things that, that really resonated with me, I was, I was not going to sit in on all the focus groups, but I was so enthralled by what I heard that I sat in on all the focus groups. And I listened to these people that said, you know, I've been diagnosed with, you know, Irritable bowel syndrome, IBS, since I was 14 years old and I've been on mm-hmm. medication. But I've always right. known that I don't really have irritable bowel syndrome. There's something right. else intuitively that I just was not getting answers on. And sure enough, we run their genetic profile and we find out that they've got a polymorphism that's impacting, you know, um, the way that they're processing their diet. So things like that, and, and in particular, to your point, you know, estrogen dominance, that's a huge problem in this country. And, you know, with all the environmental factors, the plastic bottles, the foods we eat, um, oh, yeah. So, you know, genetic testing is a, is a really great complement um, to any type of hormone balancing as well. Oh, I, it, it has made it such a difference. And, you know, when you, you mentioned fertility, I've had people that have, um, women that have struggled to hold on to pregnancies. I mean, and it's a devastating issue um, over and over again. And then finally they find out that, as you said, they have a genetic polymorphism that they aren't, they aren't processing their diet. Um, as well as they could be, that's really impacting their ability to hold on to that pregnancy. And, um, you know, the time has gone by and it's too late now, perhaps, but if they would have known then. So extremely important information. It's available. Um, it's the science of lifestyle. And then we've also just remember, folks, DNA is not your destiny. We can change the way your DNA is expressed by your environment, by the supplementation that you take, well, mostly by the knowledge that you have. Melanie, thank you so much for being here. I want to just shout out once again where you can get more information on epigenetics and nutrigenomics. It's www.epigeneticsrx.com. All right, folks, this is Dr. Holly Lucille with Mindful Medicine. I just want you to, I want to help you wake up and use your own mind so you can make better choices for yourself and your family.